Hello and welcome to Inside Sonoma County Real Estate. I'm Nancy Chiappi and I am delighted to be hosting this podcast because for many of us, buying and selling a home is one of the most impactful shifts we'll ever make. And we need all the insight and education we can get in order to feel empowered on our journeys. So tune in, relax, and be prepared to fill your cup with usable, valuable guidance from local real estate specialist, Heidi Wood. And so here we are at episode two, and we are about to discuss a topic that has arguably the deepest impact on the buying and selling experience here in Sonoma County, and that is inventory. So we'll chat today about what the idea of inventory even means in the context of real estate, what kinds of factors influence inventory as well as how fluctuating levels of inventory impact a given market in a broad sense. And then we'll get into a more specific inquiry into what Heidi has seen and experienced up close and personally here within our local market. So here we go. Well, good morning, Heidi. Great to be with you again today for episode two. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Nancy. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm just really happy to be here. And so our topic for today is inventory. And when I hear that term inventory, it brings me back to my retail sales days when once a year we needed to go through the entire department and count everything we had on the shelves. And so I'm just hoping you can help us to understand what inventory or what the term inventory means as it relates to real estate. And then if you could share some of the ways that the level of inventory in a given market affects buyers and sellers just in general to begin with. Well, first of all, it's a hot topic right now. We're in May of 23, and um, it is probably the most talked about here in the industry. Uh, When a seller lists a property, it becomes counted as inventory. When it goes under contract, it becomes a pending sale, and inventory is calculated monthly by a count of the number of active listings and pending sales on the last day of the month. So... In Sonoma County, particularly, our inventory has been down 30 to 45% statewide and at the top of that level, countywide. So, from last year. So, that's a huge, huge impact on our, you know, our, our buyer pool and sellers aren't selling and buyers are wanting to still buy. And so, we don't have, we just don't have this inventory and it's creating some. A little bit of frenzy um, in the market um, in at cer- in certain areas at certain levels. So it's not every er- it's not every uh, area, but it is specific to different locations for some reason. Well, yeah, that that me- makes sense. It it harkens back to our last conversation about how all we have these sort of microcosms within the macrocosm of Sonoma County, and. I was wondering, so I know that listeners and myself included are eager to hear more about the Sonoma County specific um, elements of inventory right now. But I was wondering, just in the most basic uh, manner, 
Can you just kind of give us, it's, it's about supply and demand, right? So when supply is low, how does that translate to a seller's experience versus a buyer's experience? Kind of just a really basic um, insight into how that works. So our, our, our new first-time buyers, our entering market folks are coming in and they're usually looking in Sonoma County particularly, um, anywhere from our, our hot area is between 650, I'd say, and 800,000. And because there are so many people that can afford that, that range, the inventory in that range kind of goes very quickly. Um, and, and that's also said with the, the areas, the specific areas that we'll talk about later, but, but what happens is, is if you don't have enough of this inventory to sell to the market, the, the months of inventory, as we calculate it, um, it, it reduces or expands that time frame of how long it takes you to find a house. So we have just so many people coming into the area, but we also have people leaving, not as many people selling um, and moving, doing their move ups right now. So like if you're, you know, downsizing or upsizing, people are, are, we're seeing more of these folks staying where they are. And And does that relate, do you think that relates to the last maybe eight or nine months of fluctuations in interest rate, which perhaps has impacted um, people's um, enthusiasm about maybe what they might get for their home or, and so forth. Yes. I think what we're seeing is, is people are really not wanting to get out of move up because they have such a great rate if they got into that really low interest rate, they have such a great rate. So they're not either, they're not moving up, even though their families are growing, or they're not downsizing, you know, they can't get anything better if they downsize. And even if they're trying to, you know, move to a different area, location within the county, it's been very difficult. So yeah, definitely the interest rates are are a, a huge factor in this. I think people are just nervous about the market in general, the stock market and and the whole the world has shifted a little bit. So people have that in the back of their mind. And then we have we have a really interesting thing happening in the Bay Area with what's going on in the in the at the city level. If you're listening to the news in the cities about, you know, just people just wanting to get to a, a a different location. They're they're going. They're moving out of the cities and and into where it's you know beautiful and desirable, which is Sonoma County, because we have a lot of. Again, we going back to our last conversation. We have a lot of amenities here that people really really love. Totally, and the space. And mm-hmm. I think for as someone who has moved from a much more congested area, i.e., the San Francisco Bay Peninsula where I grew up, um. To move to Sonoma County, it's like that perfect next step because you can you can purchase the bigger lot. It just in general, it's not uncommon at all here to get a quarter acre lot or even bigger if you'd like. Um, and that's to me, it's sort of like that. They always say that, you know, the jump is supposed to be you know, 10% or less or something like that. So it's a great first step. 
And we happen to live near a metropolis called San Francisco. So you can just only imagine people's sites being set up here. And also, um, for me, there was an element of safety, like because we've experienced what can happen in the world between sort of natural disasters, pandemics and so forth. And there's something about being in an overpopulated, overbuilt <laughs> area that mm-hmm. feels downright unsafe. Um, and I'm speaking personally. Right. And so it's like wanting to almost like flee to a place where not only do you get more for your money, not maybe not a ton more for your money, but more for your money. And you can also things like growing your own food if you wanted to, you know, I mean, in certain areas of Sonoma County, but these, these, I think there are new things in people's consciousness coming forward now. Would you agree? Absolutely. I think it's about the perception of what we have here and the desirability of being here. Um, it's, it's less of that strenuous, you know, rigorous city living and uh, people tend to, you know, like that and come and that's why they're mig- they're migrating here. Uh, so, and there's people that are leaving here too. So we're, 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 you know, we're losing population, but we're, we're, we're not losing as much as I think people think. And, um, and I can see that being kind of a sticking point for sellers right now, because it's undeniable that this is a beautiful place to live, you know, and at the same time, like you said, the people that have acclimated and, and maybe folks of, you know, like my generation where they've acclimated to this area and starting to think that maybe even more of a quiet life, um, like next level quiet or expand, you know, land or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is calling out to them. But like you were saying at this point, it is so darn nice here that people are like, I'm good for a while. <laughs> I think I'll stay. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and some of our, our, our statistics for April um, of this year were, were really interesting. We had um, of the homes that were sold had multiple offers. Wow. And And people thought, may I just say that, I think there's an impression out there that multiple offers are over. There might be. And and then I I also have people that tell me specifically, I don't want to be in, uh, you know, in a a, a buyer's, um, uh, you know, bidding war, bidding war, yes, bidding war piece, and it's like you can't, we can't. There's nothing that we can do to, you know. So just look at just that term really quick, because I think sometimes just that term can be so off-putting to buyers in particular. And I'm wondering if you could maybe shed some light on just what does that even mean? Is it like people are they going to battle with each other or is it really just a matter of offers and counter offers? You know, is it really a war, Heidi, <laughs> or is it really just a process? You know, I think it's a process. I think it, it's a, it's a bigger game for some than others because people are very competitive and people like to win. And there, there's a lot of cash that's that's out there for whatever reason, and there's control issues around that. And I, there's not every house right now has a bidding war either. Um, but I know that that people just are very apprehensive when it comes to, uh, you know, that the house is, uh, you know, had multiple views and multiple showings, and it's desirable, and it's, you know, got a lot of interest around it. 
And people get really, really nervous. Like, I really want to, I really want to offer um, on this house, but I don't want to do it if there's going to be, you know, four other people or 10 other people. And it just, it becomes not so much, um, it, it's not fun at that point. It becomes more of a burden on people. Like, are we paying too much? And what, what if we have to go this high? And is there value here if something changes in the market? That's the biggest question. Is there value in this home if something were to change in the market? And people need to think everybody, everybody's individual uh, situation is different. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. That makes some, perfect sense. Yeah, some people can absorb that that difference in cost or value, and some people um, can't. And yeah. if anything changes in the slightest bit, they can get themselves into some trouble. So we we try and look at how we don't get folks into that situation for sure. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Again, it's just like it's the second time this theme of safety has come up. But I think that we are looking for safety in the real estate market. That's, and I'm just going to toot your horn for a second. And this is why I am so happy that we are collaborating because you bring that element of safety in the sense that you really do have people's best interests in mind and you listen and you honor their desires and you're patient. And I just, I just wanted to say that I really appreciate that. Um, I wanted to circle back and you talked about um, inventories varying according to different areas, um, or maybe there are other factors that come into play. So what have you, can you maybe share some specifics in terms of where you've seen um, inventory uh, being a challenge? Absolutely. So interesting fun facts i have four different areas that i'll that i'll highlight today uh west county sebastopol being one of them in april there was a a a day or two in april that there was no active listings in sebastopol that's incredible that's it was incredible uh uh, it was it was really interesting i don't know if it was a 24-hour period or how long it was but there was a moment there where there was no active listings today um, you know, we're in May, there's 23 active listings and w- including coming soons and 16 of those are over a million dollars. Wow. Healdsburg currently today, 66 active listings, 55 of those are over a million dollars. The other two really interesting areas to watch in Sonoma County is uh, the JC area tends to have a lot of activity, a lot of activity, and anywhere in the JC kind of filtering out into um, kind of our Montgomery Village areas and, um, and town and country and that sort of area. All those little kind of old charmer houses, really mm-hmm. super popular. And Oakmont, believe it or not, is we're having a we're having really, really low inventory in Oakmont. Um, yeah, I can understand that. Now that, you know, now that I am over 55, I realize just how young that is. So like the idea of living in a 55 and older community, I'm like, hey, it's just a bunch of youngsters, you know, so I can see where then you see the properties that are available and you have the beautiful upkeep with the homeowners association. 
and, mm-hmm. you know, and golf courses and activities and yeah. And, and you're like right on that corridor of, you know, you're practically in Sonoma for goodness sakes. You know what I mean? You've got all of the, the beautiful wineries and so forth. So I totally get that. Yeah. Um, One more there, area real quick. Um, yeah, Sonoma actually was, um, it has had some interest. I just kind of peeked at that really quick. It was really, really low in inventory for a while. And then a whole bunch of stuff has popped up lately. So Sonoma is kind of emerging mm-hmm. out there again um, now this month. And I think that's just a, a spring market behavior. But um, but overall, you know, we have these little pockets of areas that are really desirable. And that's where we get into that. that um, okay. those well, so that's and that's totally understandable and and um so i would imagine listeners and i would as well appreciate knowing from uh the hometown gal <laughs> what are some areas that you wish people would pay more attention to that they tend to overlook that you, you think know, are real beautiful kind of hot spots well i i'm particular to um the windsor area not everybody likes that area, but I think Windsor is a, a really, there's some, there's some good um, vibes going on up there. Definitely. I I like all the, I, I love the whole area, but th- that's a fun place to be. Um, you know, Katati's kind of funky and fun and Petaluma has some great, there's, it's like this area that we just, um, there's just so much going on in Petaluma now. It's yes. so trendy and upcoming and it's really a great place um, for families. We have to be yeah. careful fair housing, but, you know, just a really great place for just um, in general, lots of diversity, lots of really um, interesting stuff for a lot of different uh, types of people. So I really so good. agree. And I love that theme of fun. I know what you mean. All three of those areas, you showed us Windsor and how it's has that beautiful hub, that brand new sort of downtown, you know, area and super cool. And yes, I feel the same way about Katati. I think Katati is one of those ones that's like the hidden gem a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Petaluma feels like a lot of people know Petaluma is, you know, a pretty happening place. And it, in a weird way, even though it's like an old time farm town to begin with, it's kind of like big city around here because that downtown is like, there's a lot going on there. And, um, but I also love that Petaluma is such an easy jaunt from San Francisco. Yes. And I think that's really desirable to folks that still commute into the city. Definitely. So, lots of good country property in Petaluma. And it's really, really close to downtown. So you can just, uh, you know, have all the, the lots of benefits there. So Yeah. Now, I know you like to share a story here and there. And I'm not sure whether this is going to be pertinent or not. But I was curious, without using names, are there any examples of experiences you've had with some of your clients lately where inventory has come into play and and how how all of that has worked out? Just just any sort of tidbit. Well, I'll use the West County market just because that was a recent um a recent interesting story. So, I had a couple come up from the Bay Area. Uh, and they really, really wanted um, to come up and, and transition their life up here. They they live in the Discovery Bay area. They really have a lot of really upscale amenities there, and they wanted to 
kind of move into the country closer to family, um, but still kind of keep that upscale feel a little bit. So we looked at a property out in West County. I, I won't say particularly where, where it was within their price point. The property had, um, it was just under an acre. It had a beautiful home that just was newly remodeled. It had a an ADU. It had, uh, you know, really nice features everywhere. Beautiful grounds, everything. Um, outdoor space, outdoor living space. And what happened was it was such a popular property that here we were going to circle back to that bidding war type of thing. Even though we said we really don't want to be in a bidding war, we were we we were looking at this and they they wanted to put an offer in on it. It ended up having, I believe, on that one there was nine offers and it went over eight hundred thousand dollars over asking, and it just really pushed ninety percent of us that were in that um, that buyer pool for that particular home all the rest of us out and one buyer just pushed that number so far up that it was just wow you know that just I just feel like that can be potentially so disillusioning it's very disillusioning and and it's hard because even though your your buyer will say I won't get emotional about this it'll be okay no matter how you try not to be emotional it it is an emotional process and it's so it's such a letdown for people and it's it happens all the time yeah it's really people have to understand that they have to be comfortable with what they're going to purchase at the number that they're going to purchase it right and and be okay if it doesn't happen because it it, it has it's it's got to be in your gut that you're going to feel good about it because if you get in there because you're trying to push it up above what you think another party will will you know will bid on it for it's just going to be you never know you never want to leave money on the table but if you want it bad enough you're going to pay for it yeah it's like that holding on loosely right Mm -hmm. you got to like it enough to put a heartfelt offer in and you need to be hundred percent willing to, um, to let go if it's mm-hmm. just not meant to be. And I, I, mm-hmm. I just, I, I want to just circle back and say like, well, I, because I live in Sebastopol mm-hmm. and Sebastopol is really special in so many ways. And I, it's, it's been a, such a gift in our lives. There's so much more out there in Sonoma County. And I just, I guess I just personally want to put a word of encouragement out there to buyers that if you've heard that Sebastopol's the only place to go, you know, please give some of these other areas a chance because it, you know, you almost can't go wrong. And so, and with that, in the spirit of keeping this at a manageable length (laughs) because you and I could probably talk for a very, very long time. What would you like listeners to take away from our conversation today about inventory, Heidi? You know what? I think the biggest takeaway is to be patient, Mm. to be patient in, in the sort of the, the temperament of the market. Um, It's spring. This is when everybody comes out and does you know, they either come out with their properties or they come out with, you know, wanting to purchase property, but just be patient because every, there's something 
for everyone out there. And I, it's all about timing and it's all about finding the right place. And even if you don't get in to that first place you bid on, or you are very discouraged, just dig your heels in and, you know, stay on track because it's really, really, it can be really discouraging, but it can, you have to try and make it as enjoyable as possible because ultimately you're going to be living in the place that you're going to love. Hopefully you're going to love. So, yeah, it kind of reminds us of like when our kids apply to college, right? <laughs> they get their hearts set and you sort of know mm-hmm. in your heart's like, they're going to go where they, you know, where they're meant to go. And it really is, it's a very similar kind of a thing. And it does really require patience and a lot of faith in the process itself. Yeah, I agree. Well, great conversation on inventory. Uh, I know I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I want to invite listeners to tune in for our next episode, which uh, will feature short or the topic of short-term rentals and investment properties. Another really hot topic. So I'm looking forward to that. And in the meantime, um, thank you very much, Heidi. Thank you, Nancy. Talk soon. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you found our time together to be enlightening and informative. And if you'd like personal support from Heidi on your own real estate journey, then reach out to Heidi Wood Properties at gmail.com. That's Heidi W-O-U-L-D Properties at gmail.com. Bye for now.